What is up? We in the building. Stay Rich in Spirit podcast. I'm your host, Rich. I got my good man in the building, my boy Rico. What's popping? What's going on, bro? He just finished putting in a, in, a, in, a, in a parlay. Yeah, I put the parlay in real quick before this, man, because uh, we got to get paid out here, bro. <laughs> we got to get, get paid out here, bro. We got to get paid yeah. out here. And this, this right now, it's... it's uh. You know, it's it's been bittersweet, bro. It's been bittersweet. So, um, definitely, you know, been missing a whole lot. <laughs> you know, so. real talk. And then, uh, you know, when we get them wins, it feel good, bro. Hey, the wins always feel good, you know. And yeah. the losses always make you yeah. make you uh reflect a little yeah, bit. Yeah, <laughs> it definitely humbles you. So yeah, you know, it's all good. What's up with you though, bro? Hey, bro, I'm blessed, man. I feel good, man. Uh-huh. I feel amazing. Got on the scale this morning. I liked what I saw, you yeah. know. Hey, man, so, that's where we all at with it. So I've been feeling myself, bro. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, how, that, how that's been going, man? You've been feeling like, you know, slim trim like a bicycle rim like my man Gay said. <laughs> real, real talk. I mean, yeah. Not even slim, but like I just feel good. Like okay. I feel, I feel like, I feel like I can move around, you know. Right. And I feel like I feel explosive, you know. Yeah, I definitely feel you, man. Um, I had that feeling a whole lot back when I was like my most in shape when I was in the Marines, man. And back then, when you when you get that that weight up off you, when your energy comes up and stuff, and that's why I've been trying to dedicate myself to, you know, really getting back into the swing of working out. Um. You know, and just trying to like really, you know, we got, we all got our days where we mess up, man. But, you know, as long as you stick into the, you know, stick to that script, you, for the most part, you could. You was in the Marines? Yeah, man. I did, uh, I actually didn't finish, um, I didn't finish all of it, man. It, it wasn't for me. You know, I did, I did half my term, um, you know, and I got out, man, and went to pursuing, you know, what I wanted to do, you know, which was tattooing. Um, you know, that shit took off slow for sure. But in the Marines, it was, it was. It was different, bro. You know, we, yeah, that's a whole, that's a whole different machine right there, man. Shout out to all the Marines out there. You know, my brother's Simplify, so. I wasn't even hip to that, bro. Yeah, yeah, man. I know that, uh, I know that whole process of like the, is it called boot camp? Yeah, so it's boot camp. It's boot camp for the Marines. Um, You know, for the Army is, I think they call it like uh, something else, basic training. I don't know what it is, but for boot camp, for the Marines, it's definitely boot camp, so. What's that that process like? Man, so essentially, man, from day one, when you first get in there, it's it's, it's not like you go from zero to 100 instantly. So you on this calm bus ride the whole way down there to Paris Island, um, you know, which is in South Carolina where, you know, the Marine Corps boot camp is, um, you know, calm, real calm. Y'all watching movies. They treating you nice. You eating, you know, food and stuff on the way down there. And as soon as that bus hit, man, in that that Marine Depot, it's four or five sergeants, drill instructors coming in there yelling in your face. Like, you know, you just yesterday you was you was playing Xbox at home and shit, you know, in the calm, you know, atmosphere, then they put you right into that, into that mix, you know. So it's it's it, it ain't for the week, I'll tell you that much. That's crazy. Yeah. If you don't mind me asking what made you come to that realization that, you know, this thing not really my cup of tea, my speed. Um I think, man, like my whole entire life, you know, like, I don't know if, you know, for the people know, man, I go by Rico Inc. Um, you know, I, I've been tattooing for 10 plus years. 
Um, I've given up on it. I've pursued it, given up on it again, man. But I'm here now, and I've been making I've been making a name for myself. I say, um, you know, I, say I, I do. Sure. Yeah, I do. You know, I, I'm I'm not big on the whole, you know, clout thing or anything like that. But you know, I, I got a nice little I got a nice little buzz going with my work and stuff, man. And I've been and, and it all just came from like putting in work and dedication. Um, but me being in the Marines, I just knew like I was a you know my thing was I was always a creator. You know what I'm saying. So when I got into an atmosphere where, yeah, they did teach me good values and discipline and stuff like that. But when I got into that atmosphere, man, it was like I I was one person amongst many, you know what I'm saying, just kind of, you know, putting on the same uniform as everybody else. I didn't have no individuality. And as a as a creative, that's what I was, you know, like I was an individual. Yeah. You know? So deep down in my heart, man, I, I, I did the Marines because I – didn't have anything else going for me at the time when I went, you know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, I kind of was at odds with my mom, you know, my dad, you know, I moved in with him and he was tripping, you know, a little bit. So, um, you know, I ended up just kind of, you know, rolling out and like, fuck it, I'm gone, <laughs> you know, <laughs> enlisting in the Marines, man. And I, I went, man, and I got through boot camp. So, you know, that's an accomplishment in itself. That's a bro. big accomplishment, yeah, you know what I'm that, saying? That's a feat. And I was just talking to my wife about it, man. I'm saying like, Man, like I finished that shit. You know, it's a lot of people that didn't finish that shit. You know, and I, I made it through that shit, bro. So you know, it's it's definitely, it was an experience. So zero to a hundred, real real quick. You know what I'm saying? So so you go from the Marines and then you get out the Marines. Do you transition straight into tattooing, or was it that like a process? So the tattooing, man, it was it was something that I had been doing. You know, uh -huh. like I was 18. You know, with a with a machine that I bought off eBay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's what a guy that I met told me how he did it. And I'm like, fuck it. Well, I'm going to start that way. You yeah. know, so I know I got enough money from working my Six Flags job, you know, for for, for them two years. Everybody worked at Six Flags. Everybody bro. worked. Everybody in there. You know low. Everybody their cousin. Yeah, that's You got a low low there. Yeah, that's my dog. Low, my <laughs> dog, man. Um, Everybody that I knew worked there. My man John worked there. My man Tay worked there. Um, so many of my friends from high school, like that was a lot of everybody's first like real job to to push them out into that, you know what I'm saying, into that atmosphere, you know. So shout out to Six Flags, man. Shout out to Six Flags. Shout out man. to Six Flags. It's crazy man, everybody when you first came to the shop, man. Like before you even got here, everybody was hitting me up. Like a lot of the people that yeah, I know and yeah. I kick it with yeah. on a daily basis was like super excited, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, like, because they knew you, so I already knew. I was like, all right, he got to be yeah. a good dude because yeah. my folks don't really route for many people, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I think, um, I remember you telling me, man, we used to play Call of Duty in the lobby because, you know, like you said, you know a lot. We we know a lot of the same people, so, yeah, man, I think um, my man Derek hit me up, um, Damo hit me up, uh, my cousin hit me up and said that you did a grill for it, which is pretty dope. I know a couple of my good friends got grills done by you. Um, you know, so it's, it's definitely like a good vibe in here. And it's good to know that I, you know, I'm surrounded by people that I've met over the years, either through people that I, you know, have built a bond with and I, I trust and I fuck with just knowing that y'all in here. Cause I'm like, all right, it ain't going to be no bullshit. Like these good people, everybody yeah. that I know them from are good people. So, yeah. you know, it's all love. Um, you know, so, but, uh, back to what you was asking, I, I, uh, you know, I got, I got out the Marines, man, and tattooing had been something I was doing, like, even before then. You know what I'm saying? So when I was in the Marines, like, I got out and tattooing was just, it was still there for me. Because uh -huh. I was doing that beforehand. So, um, you know, 
just was kind of doing friends, close friends, you know, people I had tattooed before. And it was, it was trash, bro. <laughs> like it, it wasn't, it wasn't, I ain't come in that bitch looking like Picasso on my, when I got out the Marines throwing up Mona Lisa's on people's backs and shit. Um, it was, it was trash, bro. Doodle ball type shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like fucking people up. So, you know, but my cousins, man, and everybody I did that shit on, they, they, they'll tell you, bro, they love that shit, bro. Like they they love the tattoos that I did on them. No matter like even though they weren't great, they like oh it's a piece of what you were. Yeah, you know, like it's a piece it's a part of, of the process. Yeah, it's a journey. piece of what you were to get to um you know where you at. So you know they fuck with it, man. So you know. At what point did you start thinking like oh shit I'm getting nice now? I don't know, man. Cause I still all right. So for me, and I I think any other artist can vouch, man. Um, you know, for me it's like I still I I, I know I'm nice. But I don't think I'm nice, you know. What yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> you know, so it, I'm at a point where it's like, all right, my shit's good. Like, I, and people, man, people are telling me, man, you being modest, you being modest. I'm like, nah. Like, I still gotta. It's people that's like really out here doing this shit, yeah. bro. Like putting down masterpieces on people. You know what I'm saying? So like, with that, it's it's just like, all right, I got I got shit to get to. You know, I got goals to hit. Like. I'm trying to start doing shit like this artist or that artist that's out there really like making good ass pieces. Like the quality of the work um, is what matters to me the most. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you know, I respect that, you know, because for me, for the past five, six years, I've only been getting, been getting tatted by one person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the thing I enjoy most about, you know, that type of relationship is that like I get to see his progress like through the years. Right. Like, like damn, like I thought yo was nice initially. Like damn, but bro, get getting nicer, yeah, you know. Yeah. And and now I'm in kinship with a tattoo shop too. So like, yeah, I get to see all of the artists down here just evolve, evolve, Absolutely. evolve, evolve, evolve. My boy Zotan behind us right mm-hmm. now. Exactly. Yeah. Shout like, out to Zo. That's my guy, man. I just see Zo get <laughs> so fucking nice, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I just see them get so so, and that's like. That's like a satisfaction you get from like seeing people get better and it make you want to get better in your craft. You know what I'm saying? Like it pushes you to get, it pushes you to like, like go for it. You know, like my, one of my students in class uh, said uh, like in life, people either be content with staying where they at or they got to drive to go out there and get it, you Mm -hmm. know? like, And that's where I always want to stay. Yeah. I always want to stay in that mindset of like I got something to achieve. I don't want to rest on my laurels. I wanna, I want to be the person who's always out here trying to take things to the next level. Yeah. Wherever it's grills, wherever it's my education, wherever mm-hmm. it's this podcast, exactly, whatever it is, yeah. like we just gotta push, 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 push. Nah, and you—that's what I'm saying, bro. You doing shit the right way. You know what I'm saying? How old are you? 33. 33. Oh, yeah. So we, you 33. Know, we just Jesus, 30. yeah. Scotty Pippen. <laughs> I'm 32. So I'll I be there in, a, in like about four months, man. My birthday in June. So you definitely doing shit the right way. Um, you know, I think we all at a point in life, especially like in our 30s, you know what I'm saying? Where it's like, we, we really like, we like, all right, like, we got to go out here and get this shit. Like, yeah. you know, and, and, cause you, you don't got no kids, do you? Nah, no kids. Uh, yeah. So you, you That's know, you knowledge. doing it you know, for your, you know, for the sake of what you want to be, you know, what you want your life to be and how you, you know, you want your journey to be, bro. So, and that's lit, you know, for me, it's the same, but at the same time, you know, I got kids. So it's like, I'm out here like, Hey, I got to figure out what we going to do. Like, I got to figure out, you know, what's the next step in, in, in my journey, man. What am I doing next with it? You know? So 
I definitely feel you, bro. And and this right here, this shit right here that you doing and even having me on here, I appreciate it, man. Cause this shit give me inspiration for like the other shit that I'm trying to do. Um, you know, like the Twitch streaming and the doing, you know, so it, it's, it's definitely something that's like, I'm like, all right, I'm ready. I want to do this shit now. You know, like <laughs> I'm at, I'm turned up. I'm like, oh shit, I'm on a fucking podcast, bro. Like Real I ain't talk. never been on no fucking podcast. So, but that's it's what dope, it is. Bro. It's iron shopping iron. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, that's kind of, sure. I always wanted to get into the Twitch world and yeah, all that yeah, type of stuff yeah. too. So it's all full circle, bro. Like we all just got to keep on pushing, keep on pushing. Like when when you decided to go get the face tag? How long you had the face tags though? <laughs> um, so these man, I think I got these once I knew for a fact that uh that tattooing was it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I once I knew that tattooing was the end all be all. Like I'm like, and if it, if it wasn't tattooing, it's gonna be something else. Like you know, I'm, I was gonna be a fucking rapper or some shit. Real you know, talk. it's like you know. So I'm like, all right. If I, I feel like you like, was just in the studio though. <laughs> nah, I, I did. I was in the studio, so I, I do. All right, so I do make music. Um, and I've been writing, man, since I was I was 13, man. Not a lot of people know, but um, there used to be this website called goldmike.com, mm-hmm. and yeah, I don't know if you ever heard of that. I heard of that. Good. Yeah. So back in middle school, uh, we had a whole like rap group, you know, that would go on there, and you know, back then. We were on like old ass Dells on Windows like ninety uh, Windows two thousand or some yeah. shit. So, you know, moms ain't have a lot of money for no extra shit. You know, so we in there goldmic.com. You can either record with a microphone or you could type your lyrics out, and and it's basically like a battle rap site. You know what I'm saying? So you get to that point where it's at a battle rap site and people, other members. It's like MySpace for rap. You know, for rap battles. So other members would vote on who they like the best. And being that we ain't have, you know, microphones and all that good stuff, uh, we, we typed our battles out, you know? So real that's talk. What, yeah, so, and people to vote, man, I had a decent record on that joint, so. <laughs> I had a pretty- I What was a, your record? What was your man, record? Man, I, I can't even remember, man. If you had to shit. guess. Oh, man, if I had to guess, like, and we we was, because we used to always go, like, third, fourth period, me and my boy Leon, me and my boy Anthony, my, my man Jelani back in middle school. Um, you know, we all, the, my man Damani, like we all just used to have like a computer lab class and it wasn't shit that we was, you know, could do in there at the time besides Mavis Beacon and typing and shit, <laughs> you know, so we're going there and we're battle rap, you know, so every third period, bro, all of us would log on our computers, bro, and submit a rap verse for, you know, the battles or whatever. So if I had to guess, bro, I probably was... I probably was like seventeen and three. You know seventeen what I'm and three. Seventeen and three. Yeah. So that's a that's that's a that's a good that's a solid record, you know. So, but um, you know, I I still try to translate that. Like I said, I'm a creative. You know what I'm saying? Like when I do music, I I do it with a passion, but I do it because it's something that I like to do. Like you know, that ain't my bread and butter, but you know, as a creative, I I like to have different outlets of everything that I you know that I want to do. And outside of tattooing and cooking, like music is is the big thing for me, you know what I'm saying? So I always loved music, man. My mom, you know, was a was a big music buff and uh I just remember like listening to a lot of stuff in the house with her. You know, like old old stuff, Tina Marie, Prince, you know yeah, what I'm saying? R. Kelly before all of the bull but you know, before all of the bullshit, you know what I'm saying? Before I was knowledgeable of that, you know, so you know, I was always big on music, bro. So yeah, you know, it's another good good avenue for me to uh get my creative my creativeness out world talk you know world so talk. what about you you do any type of uh like music creative stuff anything outside i mean i wrote an album bro i'm gonna drop it one day you did did you yeah you did for real for sure 
You like you recorded it and shit? I ain't recorded it. Okay, just okay, okay. I nah, just that's fine. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh Okay. I I got a novel, a novel too that I never released. That's tight, bro. And and that's what I'm saying, man. Like I, I resonate with you with that because it's at the same time, I you know, me and my boy Dre, man, we talked about writing a script for like a, a short film or like a TV series, you know, TV series to to pitch to somebody. Um, you know, and I think that when you're a hustler and a creative, you know, like both of us are, because you're a creative too, bro. Like you're rich grills, like that's some creative shit, man. You know, hey. you gotta, it's a talent that you gotta have to do that, man. Cause not everybody knows how to do that shit, you know? So you got your, you know, you got your own lane, man. And to be honest, like I, I remember hearing about you and your company like years and years ago. And, um, cause I, I used to get my stuff done by, um, a guy down in Houston. So I used to have to mail him the most, but everybody be like, just go to Rich, just go to Rich. So I'm like, ain't he in Baltimore? I'm not going to, I'm not going all the way up Baltimore to get no grill. <laughs> Fuck that shit. So, um, but I always fucked with, you know what I'm saying? You know, how like your company, like that, like it was you, like and if anybody was recommending a grill, it's like, oh, go to Rich Grills. Like, you know, he, he right here, like he, you cornered the market, bro, and I definitely need to get my shit done ASAP. You know, hey, you know so I'm a fuck with you, bro. You, know you already know you. I'm a shop with you, bro. So, you know, but now, nah, like for me, um, the hustling and the creativity, they go hand in hand. You know, right? They yeah. go hand in hand. Um, I did reach a point where the hustling got in the way of the creativity for a yeah, second, though. Yeah. You know, where it was like, I think a lot of people go through it where you start making money and um, you start gaining attention. You cornered the market. You know, mm-hmm. now everybody coming to you. But back when you were growing, it was easier. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's easier because you can kind of like give your all to every individual person. Exactly. Yeah. So then I reached a point where it was like, how can I give my all to every individual client I have but still maintain like my creative freedom? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's a back and forth. And I finally feel like I'm at a stage now where I'm kind of comfortable mm-hmm. in my creativity and in the way that I communicate my value to others. Exactly. And that's that's the big that's a big that's a big factor, man, is is how you communicate your value of, you know, what you see yourself mm-hmm. and your services, your products, whatever it is. Like, what do you see yourself like worth? And you got to project that in a way that you, you know what I'm saying? Like, even when you go up and talk to people and greet them, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, when 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 you get that first impression of somebody and they come up to you and they like, oh, you know what? I like his professionalism or the way he, you know, handles things. It, your value is already up here. Like, it, it shoots up right there from the beginning. So, they're like, I'm going to shop with them. Or you know what I'm saying? So, and then once you doing the service, which is, you know, for you to grills, man, once that quality that they see that, they like, oh, hell yeah. So... You got the top-notch service. You got the fire-ass, you know, product. You know what I'm saying? You you, you already there. You at the point where people are like, man, like, whatever this whatever this cat say he, that he charging, I'm going to pay it. I'm going to pay it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, ain't gonna, I can't even tell you, bro, like, how much I used to have to hassle with prices and stuff um, in the beginning of tattooing. Mm-hmm. So like so much, bro. I used to have people like being like, "You can't do a whole sleeve for two hundred, like my oh whole arm for two hundred. But it, it, it was the beginning, <laughs> you know. So, and I'm like, man, nah, like I can't do that for two hundred. Like I do it, you know, for five hundred, which was still a ridiculous That's price. Still a but ridiculous I, I, I was, number. 
I was fresh, you know what I'm saying? So 500 for me, I'm like, hell yeah. Like, you know, Real talk, I touch a, a whole offer It's going to be a lot of clouds. You know it's going to be a lot like of clouds and stuff. So he, he can confirm, man. We done done some 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 savage fucking pieces. <laughs> whole arms, whole backs for $500. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? So, and it's because at the time we grinding, man, we trying to, we trying to get it. So. We trying to get it. Yeah. And you need the reps. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. You definitely need the reps. And, um, you know, but once it got to a point where, you know, I got past that, the haggling and the quality of the work started speaking for itself as well as, you know, how I carry myself and my demeanor. It ain't no hassling. I come up to somebody, hey, you know, da-da-da, this is what we going to do. I'm going to do this for you, whoop-de-whoop, and then you're you going to love it. And they're like, oh, yeah. All right, come on, let's do it. How much? All right, Real talk, <laughs> you know but, what I'm saying? So, a lot of that is you got to build your confidence in your, yeah. your yeah. skill set. Like, I always tell people, like, if you asking me, how you can get better at anything, I just tell them, get more confident in what it is you're doing. Yeah. The more con- confidence resonates. Yeah. Like, when you can tell, like, somebody's, it's like going to the barber shop, you know? Yeah. That barber who's, like, talking to Bama's, mm. like, mm. you know, while he's cutting that, yeah. and, like, <laughs> he's still doing that. That's, all... that's the guy you, you don't want the person who's super focused, like. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like. Man, I, I got to, go ahead, bro. I'm going to let you finish, but I got go I got a recent horror story about some <laughs> shit like that. But I, go ahead, bro. I'll go ahead, bro. Talk your talk. But nah, that what you saying that, like, with somebody that's, like, Real focus, you know, you don't want them, man. I had I had a bad experience with a barber, man. Oh, I, ain't gonna say, I ain't gonna say no names. Barbershop Chronicles. Yeah, I ain't gonna say no names, you know what I'm saying? Like he he was an older dude. Um, you know, so you know, I, I got respect for elders and you know, people yeah. that you know I ain't I wasn't gonna do anything, but man, when I tell you I was I went in there for a temp taper. Just the just a little just the size right there, bro. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Just a little side. Those be back. the ones that like, hurt that, people that, though. That, that's, <laughs> 15, 15, 20 minutes tops. You feel me? Boy. So I go in there, bro, and um, and, you know my regular barber, he he was booked up for the day. It was like a last minute thing. He like, nah, I got somebody come in. You know, so I'm like, you sure, bro? Like <laughs> you, you sure? Like I don't really, I don't go to nothing but like maybe two, three people. You know what I'm saying? And, nah, all right. If you say he, all right, he, all right. So I went in there, sat down, man. You know, dude was cool, and um, you know, re- you know, nice guy and shit. Um. But then I realized, you know, he started, you know, cutting normal, hitting the hitting, hitting the uh, comb with the, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, all right, you know what he's doing. But next thing you know, I look at the clock, it's 45 minutes gone. Oh, and he's still man. on the same side going like this. And I feel that shit going <laughs> <laughs> up my head more. I'm like, hold up, bro. It's not a temp taper no more. Like, what, what yeah, are we you doing? Fade. Yeah, so he spin, spin the chair, I, you know, catch a glance of myself in the mirror and shit. I'm like, oh, oh this nigga fucking me up. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? So... Um, you know what I'm saying? So he ended up, you know, doing the other side. So I'm like, I can't really get a good, I can't get a good look at it because I'm facing this. Like he, he intentionally turning me away yeah, from the mirror. Yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to get a good look at it, man. And and finally, bro, he positioned him, positioned me to where I could see my fade in the mirror. And I'm like, I stopped him, bro. Like before he could do a shape up all that. I'm like, uh, you know, no disrespect, bro. Like you know, this ain't it. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna still pay you <laughs> how much you want. This nigga gonna tell me thirty. I said I'm gonna give you fifteen. Not, <laughs> thirty is a full cut, like a good cut. I'm not no. So you know the barbershop chronicles, man. So that that was my little horror story recently with that. But I, that's why I only go to like two or three people, man. And um, one of my good friends, she just uh recently died in a car accident. Uh, that used to cut my hair. 
And um, cause a lot of people here around the way, man. And so like, she was like, probably like my, she was like the one I go to when uh I had like a good event to go to, like a good wedding or, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I was going to like uh, my brother's graduation and you know, whatever, like that's who I go to. So man, um, rest in peace to her. That's my, that's my home girl. But you know, I ain't gonna make it melodramatic, man. She, she was a dope girl. So much real, love real to her, man. Much I appreciate her, yeah. all much the barbers out here, here man. So. Let me yeah. shout out my barbers. Yeah, uh, Eric yeah, do with that. the Z. <laughs> Eric with the Z. I know you mad at me, bro, because I missed my last appointment. Yeah. But you know, we gonna lock it on Friday. That's where I got the joint yeah. on. Shout out to also my other barber, uh, the God Barber, man. I'm a Silver Spring boy the saying, well. okay. you know what I'm saying? They both super nice. Yeah, you know man. what I'm saying? Shout out, like, I'm gonna shout out a couple of mines, man. Shout out my man, um, my man Zo Cuts, Cuts of Class. Um Shout out to my cousin, uh, he go by Rocco, Rocco Wave. Um, real, real, real fire with the Clippers, man. Um, and not you you ever you ever know when somebody, you know, like you know when that's their path, you know what I'm saying? Like this is what they supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Like that's what he's supposed to be doing, man. He found his niche, man, and he ran with it. So, you know, that's the blessing of. right there, yeah. man. Like being able to find your niche and just running with <clears> it. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Hell yeah. Running with it, running with it, man. man that's that's what's up, man. That's what's up, man. I actually, uh, I had a really interesting experience last week. Um, I teach. I'm a professor at Bowie State University, and okay. uh, I took a and we're teaching this class called Black Men in Education. Right. So I took a group of my students to Ron Brown College Prep, a high school mm-hmm. in Southeast or Southwest DC, mm-hmm. maybe Northwest. I don't know. It's in DC, right? And um, they got a barber shop in the school, you know, and they yeah. they was like, so uh, everybody tell like you know different stories about mm-hmm. the barber shop, and my <laughs> my story was, I used to go to this really popping barber shop in D.C. back in the day on uh, Good Hope Road, mm-hmm. and I used to go to my father's barber, right, mm-hmm. old head dude, you know, a lot of respect. I ain't gonna drop his name, right. <laughs> But he older dude, hands, you know man. what I'm saying? The old, the old heads, uh, and not to interrupt you, but the old heads, man, they they gems, bro. They there. You had a cleanest lineup from an old head with a with a razor that he done used back in '76, my nigga. Like Word. until they I, get until they icy. reach a certain age. Yeah, if it, if it, if his hand get the, <laughs> you know, that motherfucker get the tip hey, drilling on your on your bro, on your shape up. This dude was starting yeah, to I'm push bad. my my. He started to push my hairline yeah. back, bro. Like he start. I'm real. I'm real insecure about my points, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. like my I'm the same way, bro. I'm not. I'm not no, to the point I don't even get a shape up no more. Yeah. Like I don't get a shape up. Like yeah. I don't I don't I love all my barbers, but I just don't like getting shape ups. It's yeah. just 30 years of trauma, bro. Like yeah, like like no shape up, just you know, bald my shit, dude. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? Like Yeah, no, I feel you, bro. So feel, but like the, the barber next to him was this young dude, bro. He used to throw all the popping concerts at the MCI Center. Mm-hmm. Well the room. What is it called now? Uh, Capital One, Capital right, One. Yeah, I, but I, nah, I, I, we remember, we remember yeah, MCI. MCI set up, bro. Rising, all, all that shit. Concerts yeah, and that stuff. shit was like, uh, before that. It was, I think, like the Bella, Bella, Bella Atlantic, Bella Atlantic. Then, then, then it went to, then it, then it went to Verizon Center, yeah, like Comcast yeah. Center. After that, like, yeah. yeah, bro, like it was this popping barber named Tony, bro. Like everybody wanted Tony. He had the clothing brand. He had one of the top five oh, yeah. clothing brands in the area, bro. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> I like, tell yeah, my pops, bro. I tell my pops like, yo, um, next time we go to this shop, I'm gonna go to Tony. 
<laughs> what your pops say, bro? <laughs> <laughs> what your pops say? He bro? just looked at me like, "Oh yeah," <laughs> <laughs> and started laughing. He go, he go, what you gonna say to you know what I'm saying? I go, I ain't gonna say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm hey, supposed to say, bro? Hey, bro, when I walked in the joint, I handled it like such a G, bro. I walked in the joint. And I looked my old barber directly in the eyes as I walked past him, bro. Like, I looked him dead in the eyes, bro. Like, hey, bro, you got looked over That's to the next. Shit. <laughs> he you probably know. was over that motherfucker like, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I should have uh-huh. fucked your. Li- That's why I fucked your hairline <laughs> yeah, up, I fucked your up now, yeah, nigga. So. Like, but nah. no, bro. Like that's, that's just... how I go though, man. It's, it's my thing is, I mean, we, you know, what I'm saying it ain't. And not to sound like vain or nothing, but I mean, we, we, you know, when it come to men and us, like, you know, especially like with our cuts, man, we, we, a lot of us particular, bro. You know what I'm saying? So if you fucking my shit up or pushing it back, I'm going to either say something or I'm going to go get cut by, you know, somebody in your shop that I, because the thing is when we be getting our haircuts, we looking, we looking, yeah. you know, we look at other barbers in there. We looking at how clean like and you look you, you your barber you might be in your barber chair getting your shit cut shit clean as hell you know what i'm saying you ain't complaining but you look and you like the first time this nigga pushed my shit back that man that nigga right there that's doing that bomb ass fade with the uh-huh. clean blend i'm going to hell and i'm looking at the reactions <laughs> yeah. of people when they get the mirror mm-hmm. like yeah, you get the they... mirror and you like ah, yeah you got hell <laughs> oh, they go oh, they go crazy this rub- yeah that's the... that's what i want to cut in my head but exactly to get back it... a little bit on task bro like yeah i'm always been interested in um the process of a tattoo like yeah so when you get a project like i'm all right somebody wants you to tattoo a mona lisa on their back like how do you envision like the application of that process? Like, are you like, how do you even get started on a piece like that? Like, um, to be honest, bro, it right now, like during the process of it, I can't even tell you because it's like, you know, I'm gonna try to explain it, but it's second nature for me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like, the pro the process of it all is, um, you know, essentially, uh, if I had to break it down. Um, if somebody, we won't even say Mona Lisa for that, you know, for the, the sake of trying to, you know, keep the process like custom. Mm-hmm. So if somebody wants like a back tattoo or something like that, um, you know, we, you know, we'll talk to the client, you know, and then, um, you know, kind of see where the tattoo is going. This is, this is my, you know, my course of action for it. Um, see where the tattoo is going. Um, do they want color, you know, things of that nature, uh, you know, what do you want incorporated in it? As long as it's nothing too crazy, you know, because a lot of people being there, man, uh, they try and get all their seven aunt names and their two, three baby daddy yeah. names wrapped around a banner with, you know what I'm saying? Balloons with a Winnie the Pooh float. Like, we uh-huh. we not trying to do all that. You know what I'm saying? Like, kind of, you know, we can, you could tone it down. We'll work with you. But, you know, it's a lot of the times where I think people... um you know, they tend to let their imagination run wild. And to be honest with tattooing, man, the best ones are ones that you can put together that look super clean without too much going on. You know, so, um, you know what I'm saying? Like, that that's pretty much the process, man, just figuring out where it's at um, or where it's going to go, um, what the tattoo design is. And then um, my my thing is once I get that, I'm good. I, I, I wait till they come in, and then if anything else needs to be discussed, then – you know, I'll talk with them. Um, you know, I tend to draft everything up and 
that's pretty much the process, bro. It's not a it's not a hard process. Like I said, I've been doing it for so long that it's just it's second nature. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I try to keep things as smooth as possible through the whole process, whether it be you telling me, you know, like how you know what you want to get. I'm gonna tell you how much it's going, you know, what the price range gonna be, and then we can go from there. So if it's good, if it's good with you, and the price range straight, then be solid. Let's move forward. You know, let's so, get to it. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of the same way with the grills. Like, yeah. I'm always talking people out of like intricate, yeah, like a whole bunch of components. Like, yeah. oh, I want diamond cut here, open face over yeah. there. Like, so what's like, what, what would you say is like, um. You know, like uh, I guess the craziest thing somebody like try to act. Do you get anything like that? Like, oh, the, like yeah, the craziest bro. shit. Somebody. I mean, the biggest thing that people do on my end is they'll see a celebrity with something, mm. and then they'll like, like a best example is the Pharrell grill with the um with all of the. I don't think I've seen that joint. It's like uh, he got all of these different uh semi precious stones in the joint. Like uh, I can I could pull it up too. Yeah, I'll put it up on the screen. Oh, okay. Is that the the multicolor joint? Yeah. And he got like the oh, I see you with the semi precious, like the uh the jade and the the yeah. sapphire and all that like stuff. These joints right here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like, yeah, for real, definitely. Uh, he wanted. Oh, they uh, got. He, look at this. Look at this. He and then they'll click on the like, grills. One of them dope. Look, dope bro. Different. They'll click on the grills and then they'll see twenty dollars. Like, all right. <laughs> but like that's on Etsy. But when you see that's something not like grill. this, you know what I'm saying? Like you see something like this, and then they'll come in here with this picture, like yeah. And I'm like, you know, that's a fire grill, like you know, no, I don't that like that's super fire. But like, what is your budget for this type of project? Exactly, you feel me? Like, it, trust me, bro. It, it's the same. Like, it's, it's the <laughs> It's the same with us, man. We we got people that that get a little overzealous, but again, man, um, you know, I, I I know for a fact, man, you've been doing this for a while, so a lot of people don't argue with you about a lot of things as far as price or try to haggle that much. You know what I'm saying? I'm not sure. Yeah, but a lot of times it's just, you know, being real. Yeah. Like, you know, a grill like that probably took six months to make. Right. Probably cost like. Fifty to a hundred thousand dollars, you know what I'm saying? Type yeah. of situation. Yeah. So it's like managing expectations. Like yeah. I see it in the tattoo world a lot with yeah. somebody yeah. come with Absolutely. something. Like, somebody want a whole sleeve, and they thinking that like, yo, bro, can you? We could just knock this whole thing out today, mm-hmm. right? But it's really like, ah, let's just do this part. Then we'll come back and do this part. Yeah. Then we'll come out here and do here. Then we'll come. Out. It'll be broken down in the sessions, yeah. that situation. Yep. That's so. how. That's how it typically goes, man. And um. You know, it's the same with us, like you said, bro. We just, we try to keep people, you know, realistic with their budget. You know what I'm saying? And, and again, bro, like, I mean, I, shit just always, like, kind of been going smooth for me as far as, like, you know, if I'm, like, if somebody's like, oh, I want this, I want this, that, and the third, my budget 250 I'm like, well, you can only get this. And they, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Or maybe this, you know, if you got another design in mind. And for the most part, you know, people, like, Oh yeah, I'm good with that. We can downsize, or I don't need all that. Like, that's talk. all I'm trying to spend. So, it, you know, it then it's also those clients where I never like shortchange people. It's some people who's prepared to spend that fifty bands. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. they prepared to spend what it's worth. Yeah. But it's also just understanding like what's gonna go into it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like what's all gonna go into it? Like yeah. that's the biggest things I be thinking about, man. Yeah, bro. 
But like over the course of your, over the course of your journey, bro, what's one piece of advice that you think you've acquired or something that has like gotten you through everything? Um, one piece of advice, man. I to be honest. I couldn't even tell you, man. Like, I, I don't think anybody gave me, like, any type of, like, straightforward, like, you know, like, literal advice. I think everything that, you know, came with my success in doing this tattoo and stuff, um, it just it just came from me doing it, you know. And, and I did have a lot of help on the way, man. Um, I've had people teach me things like techniques and, you know, how to hold a machine, how to do this, that, and the third. So, you know, that, you know, if, if you... If you put that in the sense of of calling that advice, then that was probably like the biggest advice, like the you know the the tips and tricks and stuff of of everything. Um, but you know, like I mean, other than that, man, everything else was was me kind of seeing how people reacted to you know me getting better and being like, oh yeah, like yo, your shit's fire, bro. Your shit's getting better. Your shit, and so like that was like what fueled me to keep like you know being like, all right, like I got something here. Yes, yeah, you know what I'm saying once once it once it caught you know, called wind. I was like, fuck it. <laughs> you know, this, this where we at with it. Um, and the crazy thing about that man is, is, you know, I was at a point, like a point in life where, um, you know, I was, I was fucking stocking chips, you know what I'm saying? For Frito-Lay, bro. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm like waking up at, man, I'm talking, I had a newborn at the time, my son, um, waking up at three in the morning, man, just to go, Ooh. yeah, just to, just to drive from, uh, Capitol Heights to Beltsville, um, to lower my truck up to go, you know, start working and shit, man. And mind you, like, you know, we like we working long days, so I won't get home, you know. And then I got a little bit of time to play with my son, you know. what I'm saying to eat dinner and stuff like that before it's time for me to go to sleep because I gotta get up at fucking two in the morning and leave out by three, you know. So I think that cycle right there was like is really what pushed me. I'm like, I'm not. I don't like this shit, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's not the cycle that I want to live. So that's and real. I, yeah, and I knew I had a talent, man. I think the biggest person out of it might have been my cousin, man. Cause um, you know, he he kind of kept me from doing, you know, the wrong shit that I was trying to do to get money, you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't saying I was no El Chapo or nothing, but right, right. you know what I'm saying? So, but he kind of was like, Man, you don't need to do that shit. You don't need to sell weed, you don't need to do that. Like, you got a skill, like. You got something that people want more than fucking weed, for real. You know what I'm saying? And it's something that people can do that's legal. He was like, hone in on that and take off, bro. Like, just stick with that shit, you know? So, that shit, that he was probably like the biggest person that like propelled me forward to be like, all right, I got that. You know? so, but I think that's a lesson to everybody, though. Yeah, man. Like, God gives everyone a talent that other people will desire. And the goal of life is to figure out how to make that talent marketable and how to make yourself desirable, exactly. how to make yourself align with the talent that you were vested with. Exactly. Like if you are able to become as beautiful as your talent, mm -hmm. like as far as your mind, body, spirit, and soul, then people will naturally gravitate you and people will naturally want to not just support you one time, but keep supporting you as you grow. And they not even, and it's not even about necessarily coming to you because you are the best. It's coming to you because they see a potential to one day be known amongst the best, you know, like, and you were the best to them. Like yep. I might not be the best in the world, but I can be the best for you. Exactly. Like, yep. And that's in anything, in any yeah. walk of life, you know? Yeah. And that's the thing, man. You can you can for sure be the best to to somebody, man. Cause I I mean, 
you know, again, I, I, I built a pretty solid following, man. And, and I, I should have been higher than what I am, but Instagram be bamming out. So, <laughs> you know, they shadow ban me and all this extra shit. And, you know, it is what it is. But, um, you know, for the most part, like I said, I, I have, you know, people in other countries that tattoo that, you know, they message me their, you know, their work and stuff. And they're asking, you know, me to critique it and stuff, you know, so I, you know, I, I look out for them and I tell them things that they could work on. Um, you know, if something's good, I let them know it's good. And I think that just hearing that from me, you know what I'm saying? For them, like, I got people that's like, yo, I adore your work. Like, I admire it. Like, that shit's fire. Like, you know, and for me, it's, it's, it never gets old. You know what I'm saying? They hear that. Cause for me, I'm like, really? Like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Cause to me, like I said, I'm always trying to get better. I Always. think that's any creative. So, um, but like I said, you know, I got people in other countries who look up to me in that aspect of the the respect for my art, you know what I'm saying? And they're like, yo, what you think of this? You know, is this good? And I'm like, yeah, you know, it's decent, you know, keep working or yeah, that one's good. You're getting better at this, you know what I'm saying? So just people, man, you like you said, you just you can be the best to somebody, you know. You might not be the best to everybody, and that's that's anything, man. You know, there's no best rapper for everybody. You know, people might, somebody might say Hove is the greatest rapper alive and somebody might be like, ah, you know, it's it's, it's Eminem or eyes ah, it's J. Cole. You know what I'm saying? It, it varies, you know? So definitely could be that. That's real, man. Yeah. Rico, man, thanks again for coming through. Yeah, for through, sure, bro. Love, man. Like, yeah, man. If you don't know, follow my brother yeah, on the Instagram. Yeah, follow me on IG, man. Um, I am Rico, Rico Inc. I am two Rico K's, Inc. Two K's. Two K's, two K's man. Two K's, all right. Um, follow the movement, Rich Podcast TV Rich Podcast, on Instagram, sure. Rich Podcast Network on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Click the link. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. It really helps us out a lot. Mm -hmm. We are making major moves. But with that being said, stay focused. You know, stay family oriented. Stay, stay, stay loving, stay welcoming, stay kind, and most importantly, stay rich. Yes, sir. Peace. Peace out.